So the best thing that any of us can do to begin really polarizing towards the positive is just take a look around at our life, you know, and ask yourself, why would I have wanted a life like this, my soul? What lessons would I have been trying to teach myself spiritually by putting myself in a lifetime like this? Maybe you've been abused a lot or you've just been, um, you've had a very poor, impoverished life. What spiritual lessons would that life be trying to teach you? Whether it's self-love, forgiveness, acceptance. Um, These messages are actually screaming at us in our own life, right? But until we become self-aware, we're kind of like an NPC that's just going through a game. Yep. Yep. Mistaken for who we think we are and an illusion of identity that we've created for ourselves. And if you're tuning into this episode of the Know Thyself podcast right now and you've made it this far, I want you to bring your full attention and presence to where we're about to go because we're going to keep going deeper and deeper here. And I truly believe the value of not just what we've gone into and the framework we've set up, but what we are going to go into the rest of the podcast really is an amazing catalyst and understanding and awareness for how to wake up, for how to alleviate suffering in life, how to know yourself and have a beautiful experience in this life. So stay with us. We're going to keep diving deeper. People are familiar with IQ and EQ. Not as many people are familiar with the term SQ. Mm-hmm. So what in your, because as you wake up, you realize this is a game yeah. and you have this kind of heightened awareness of what lessons I'm supposed to be learning. And like you perceive how things are working for you, not just to you in a victimhood consciousness. You can develop spiritual intelligence. Mm-hmm. And so how do you describe what spiritual intelligence is? And then we go from there. Yeah. So the way that I've understood spiritual intelligence, I don't think that there's one right definition, um, but the way it's it's come through for me is your SQ is your comprehension of reality. How much do you truly comprehend what reality is? Now, if that definition is kind of ambiguous, another one that I'll often give is on a more functional level, your SQ is the combination of your level of self-awareness and your embodiment or your integration. And there's a, obviously a big difference between the two, right? Masculine, feminine. We all know lots of people who are really high in self-awareness and they're full of spiritual knowledge and they can talk the talk like the best of them and razzle dazzle you with knowledge. I find that quite often in a lot of plant medicine communities, anywhere where you're regularly going to gain a lot of awareness, like you can have access to a lot of insight. Yeah. But I'd be careful with unearned wisdom because you have that level of awareness and if you're lacking the embodiment, it's like your reality and your your experience of reality actually doesn't change that much. Right. And you can invite some some real tough karma too, right? So we have to actually, once once we gain the awareness of self, we then have to embody the self. And that is the feminine element of what we are. So SQ would be a combo of your masculine and feminine, but I like to delineate that as self-awareness and embodiment. Yeah. Being yourself, knowing yourself, having that, that kind of coming together. And so yeah. um, now as we go through this process, we develop our own spiritual intelligence. Um, how we essentially go on this ascension spiral. I want to break these down to the the gross reality, the subtle mm-hmm. body and the causal body and how we can actually move through them. Because a lot of people are familiar with moving through the denser energies or like shadow work and doing talk therapy or whatever, like in this reality. But I have always been keen and interested to see the deeper causal reasons for mm-hmm. why 
things are manifesting in the first place. And until we can actually, you know, we can work through things on this in the third density in this reality and see progress, have an improved display of experience of life. Sure. But if we're actually having the desire to seek, to know ourselves at the most fundamental level, we get to realize what the the higher reasons or the deeper reasons, depending on which way you look at it, for the happenings in our reality. So give us kind of your framework on that ascension process of how we're actually waking up and then how on each level we can quote unquote move through our shit mm-hmm. to to have access to these higher densities of consciousness. Yeah, so in uh, in my programs, I actually teach, um, let's say, let's just call it healing for convenience. Uh, I teach healing in th- these three different bodies, gross purification, subtle purification, and causal purification. So gross purification is shadow work. So that's where we have to meet all of that stuck energy that's in the body, trauma, pain, resentment from the past. We have to unlock those energies and heal them with love and forgiveness. And when we do that, I'll tell my students, like anytime you're experiencing a challenging emotion, you're doing gross purification in that moment. And all you're asked to do is just meet that with love. You don't need to think about it. You don't need to trace back the trauma to the origin or something like you just need to give love to yourself, to that part of yourself. But that's only one dimension of healing. The second dimension is the subtle purification and that's healing our thoughts. So really, if, if you're just lost in a world of painful emotions, the last thing on your mind is your thoughts. You're too busy on the energetic level, the dense, gross level. So we need to give ourselves free some space up so we can really start doing some self-inquiry, right? Have a little more space in our mind. That's where we get into subtle purification. What do you believe about yourself? What negative core beliefs are you still holding on to that you need to see from the perspective of truth? That's subtle purification. So we we have to question every thought we hold about ourselves and see if it holds up under the light of what's eternally true of who we are. And that's how we purify the subtle body. And then the causal body is again our karmic body and so we heal our causal body from the karma that it's carrying by paying attention to our life lessons Uh, Ra calls it catalyst in the law of one every experience that we have is like a catalyst that is there to provide an opportunity for growth if it's perceived and used accordingly so hey what lesson is this moment asking me to learn what part of my being is it demanding of me more patience more compassion, something like that. You have to pay attention to your life and communicate with your life. And that's how your soul heals karma, uh, which is the causal body. So there's three dimensions of healing that we are engaged in. And it's for me, it's helpful to know the distinctions between those three. Yeah, because different purification processes are needed depending upon what stage of development you're at. But the more you the more you get access to higher levels of consciousness, the more you're in tune with the subtle uh, energies that are behind the more gross, denser manifestations. And then you begin to work through those. And yoga is a science and technology that allows you to accelerate that process and really go through that. And most people are just familiar with an asana practice of physical postures and right this westernized view of what yoga is. But there's eight limbs that dive deep into actually how to move through this process. So it's um it's it's when you have this understanding and i just wish and i know in our lifetime the education system will have to be revamped otherwise for sure it's not gonna be pretty uh, but like this understanding and framework is so needed and um, it's beautiful once you arrive at because then you have tools you have an understanding to move through energy and actually yeah. become 
uh, in that creator consciousness where you're you're actively meeting life halfway in the awakening of your of your soul's journey. Yeah, yeah, really well said. Um, you're, you're touching on the importance of it's part of knowing thyself is like what part of me needs healing right now. There's a lot of uh, people that are they sort of become uh, perpetual shadow workers especially in the plant medicine community, right? They almost get addicted to shadow work and never go the, the next level up. And we could also call gross purification um, like feminine healing. And we could call subtle purification, masculine healing, and then karmic healing. So I love to use this analogy of a flooded house to understand the difference. Uh, let's say there's a house that's flooded with water and the house represents you, your body. The water that's in the house represents all the stuck energy from your traumas and your pain. So if I want to heal that house, I have to do two things, right? I need to open up all the windows and doors to let the water flood out. But if I just do that and I don't go around and then turn off all the faucets in the house, the water's just going to reaccumulate, right? So if I don't change my beliefs about myself, yeah, I can heal that trauma but I'm gonna recreate it at some point because I still believe I'm separate, I'm lacking, I'm unworthy, whatever. So I have to do some subtle purification too and change my beliefs. That represents turning all the faucets off in the house. So if I just turn the faucets off, but I don't open all the windows and doors, well, at least I've, I've stopped the water from accumulating, but I'm still full of the pain and the trauma, right? So there's also a problem there. And that's where I see more of like the non-duality community where you get these people that are like, professional bypassers almost <laughs> where like I, I literally watched a video of a, a neo advaita teacher not too long ago where you know some guy he's sitting on a stool and there's an audience and they're asking questions and this lady's like so um my my 12 year old son just passed away in a car accident but it didn't really happen um and it's just like oh i felt it man in my heart yeah. when i watched that because because yeah it that's true right like eternally speaking your son didn't die Nothing happened to him, but nevertheless, you're carrying the pain of that trauma right. and the loss of your son here that if, you need to meet. If you arrive at that understanding authentically, that's beautiful. Yes. But to have it as a belief system and like that's the difference between information, knowledge, and wisdom where it's actually in integrated in what we spoke to, that embodiment that's really needed. Yeah. And so like, it's not that it's wrong, but if you're going to bypass yourself to that to that belief system and be indo indoctrinated into everything's an illusion, yeah. like you can say that, but unless you've done the work to actually have that be a felt experience in your reality, then you're just causing more issues for yourself yes. and more suffering and that that's painful. Yeah, it's and it's not authentic. Yeah. Like, I'll get a lot of non-duality people comment on my videos and they'll they'll ask me things and um, and I get it, right? But like, for example, there was uh, a post I did about everything exists in relationship. The whole universe is cooperation and relationship. And somebody commented and was like, false, in oneness, there's no relationship, there's just emptiness, you know. Right. <laughs> and so I just said, is it your direct experience that you there is no relationship? you don't experience relationship is that your actual experience and well but non-duality says so it's like yeah there's problems on that level too yeah. if we're not able to meet what's real and happening here in the physical and it's not that it's not happening in the physical it's just that the physical is impermanent right it's transient it doesn't last but to say that something you experienced you didn't experience is gaslighting yourself and bypassing so we have to 
meet the parts of us that hurt from something and just say, it's okay to feel that. You're not unspiritual because you got traumatized. You're not unloving because you have some resentment towards your abuser. Just accept that part of you. It's okay. It's okay to feel, right? It's part of the creator learning. And then you, oh, I can breathe again and there's space. And then you might just realize that nothing actually happened. Right. <laughs> yeah, just gotta authentically arrive at that experience. I love how you broke that down. So beautiful.